Welcome back. I'm Robert Fleming, one of the partners in the Tucson, Arizona elder law firm of Fleming and Curdy PLC. One of the other partners is Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman, and she's here with me today. You're listening to Elder Law Issues, our weekly, more or less, podcast on, wait for it, Elder Law Issues. Big one coming up right now, Elizabeth, and we're approaching the end of 2021. There's a lot of conversation in the in the news media and in uh, estate planning circles about changes that might happen to the estate tax, to tax planning, to estate planning. Do we need everybody to rush in to see us before the end of the year in order to accomplish things that um, that that are just not going to be capable of being done next year? Well, Robert, it's a good question you ask. I think people need to do what's right for them. If you're not sleeping well at night because you're so anxious about what's going to be happening with the tax law that we don't know what what that will actually be, then yeah, it might be a good idea to go ahead and call your estate planning attorney. If you are doing an annual review of your documents and just want to make sure that they're updated and current and track any current law, yeah, you can go ahead and make a call and schedule an appointment, but you don't need to do that as urgently as you might feel you do. We're in an environment right now where the changes ahead that the IRS may make uh, based on the president and his agenda and Congress um, are anybody's guess. You know, the, the primary proposals that are floating around are that the estate tax limit might be dropped back down to the 50% of what it has been for the last several years. And, and I think that has a lot of people um, scared. But the practical reality is that that still means that the estate tax limit will be $6 million for a single person and effectively $12 million for a married couple. And um, we just don't see a lot of clients who are worth married couples who are worth $12 million. Of course, there are some, but I think people who are worth a million to $5 million or something like that can take some comfort in the fact that probably there's not going to be anything that changes their their estate tax circumstance, which is to say they're not going to pay any estate tax when they die, no matter what they do. And Robert, I think that it's interesting if we look around, the I think the feeling that you have and I have about estate taxes and and what the limits may change, how they may change, is really unique because many people who we work with who are estate planners and CPAs and financial advisors are actually telling clients that the rates may go down quite a bit below $6 million a person, perhaps $1 million, $2 million, $3 million. And that, that's just a guessing game. And neither you nor I feel that that's really an appropriate place to put our time and energy with clients when there's really no clear picture ahead. Absolutely right. And, and I think we do need to, to uh, quickly point out that we're talking about Arizona residents. If you live in one of the states that has a state estate tax, your, your mileage may vary. But we really only practice in Arizona and represent people who are, by and large, Arizona residents. So for Arizonans, there is no state estate tax in Arizona. The federal estate tax this year is at $12 million for an individual, $24 million for a married couple. And I'm rounding there, but uh, but it's in that range. Uh, and even if the most aggressive thing in the Democratic proposals gets passed through Congress, long shot that it's going to happen. But even if it does, that's just going to reduce that by 50%. 
um, those people who are talking about a million dollars or back to the $600,000 that I spent most of my early practice years living with, um, they're, they're imagining something that nobody is actually talking about. And here's the other thing about that, Elizabeth. If somebody was anxious that the estate tax might drop to $600,000 by the end of the year, what might we tell them to do? Well, Robert, I think we would start with asking them to to really get a hold and an inventory of their assets. They might make some gifts. Um, they might sit down and look at their current planning and see what could be adapted to make some changes that would be a little bit faster than, say, for instance, doing a whole new estate plan. Um, we have some people who we work with who have donor-advised funds, um, endowments, and other kinds of charitable vehicles that they use with respect to their gifting and estate planning. And that's one of the most efficient ways to get money out of your estate is actually making gifts to charity. You don't necessarily have to update your estate plan to do that. It really depends on your current circumstances, though. I think you're right, Elizabeth, that the primary tool in our toolbox for people who are anxious about changes is to make gifts in this year. And so if, you, if you're trying to say to yourself, I'm worried about my estate having to pay taxes, I want to make sure I can hold on to every possible penny. Well, those two things are not consistent. If you're trying to avoid taxes, we're going to tell you your primary goal, your primary tool is to make big gifts to charities, to family members, something, maybe to trusts for family members. Uh, and you're going to give up control of those assets. And that might protect the current $12 million exemption amount for you. But if your estate is worth $3 million or $5 million or $4 million, that makes no difference to you. So making a gift before the end of the year is just not something that, that we're going to push you to do. And for those clients who have estates that are in excess of $12 million, one important thing to note is we really don't know if that exemption, if that's going to come down. So if somebody today said their estate was $16 million or $20 million, and we started to talk to them about the changes that may be on the horizon, if there was a gift made, if they started doing some tax planning related to making gifts into separate trusts for children or charity, one thing to note is you can't then later claw the money back into your estate. So if you're going to give money to charity, if you're going to be giving money to your kids through an irrevocable trust during your lifetime, it's really important for people to know once you make that gift, you, you can't take it back. The other part of tax planning that's going on in this confused and uncertain environment is to deal with stepped up basis, Elizabeth. So Right now, if you, uh, if you die holding $5 million of assets that you only invested a million or two into and you've had good growth in your assets, well, your heirs, children or whoever receives it, uh, will get a stepped-up basis. So they pay, no, they pay no capital gains tax on the increase in value during, what you, during the time that you held it. Whereas if you give it away during your life, it carries out your lower basis. And so when your children or whomever you give it to, when they sell it, they're going to pay a capital gains tax that they could have avoided. Uh, one of the proposals out there is to eliminate that stepped up basis so that your children, again, whoever you leave things to, will pay tax on whatever the gain is. But I wouldn't bet a lot of money personally on that happening. And that's not an argument for making a current gift. That's just a, oh, oh darn, uh, that, that tax benefit seems to have gone away. 
uh, if it goes away. It strikes me as not too likely that it goes away. And I wouldn't want to encourage people to make huge gifts on the basis of relying on, on the stepped-up basis rules changing. Well, Robert, I think you've done a good job summarizing where we are. For those people who heard us at, from the top and are having a hard time sleeping at night, it's important to know there's never there's never a reason not to call your estate planning attorney. Just have some realistic expectations and understand that if you give us a call and we talk through things, we may tell you that we don't feel it is as time sensitive as you do to make updates. One of the difficult things that we both have found is when clients are nervous, there's an uncertainty about tax, it's really hard to come up with a magic bullet to solve it all. Uh, oftentimes what we do is wait and see, see if we can see a little bit more clearly down the path what may be approved, how things may be changing, when things may be changing, rather than doing something so proactively that we're really planning in the dark. There's there's a real danger to doing that, even though I think sometimes it sounds like a good idea to just check that box. Um, you, you really have a difficult road ahead if you can't go back in time and the changes aren't what you expect they'll be. My last comment, and then I'll let you have the last word, Elizabeth, is that you also have to remember that we, and every lawyer in the country who does a lot of estate planning have been getting a lot of calls from clients anxious about these questions. And we're all pretty busy trying to deal with those clients already. So if you haven't already reached out to your estate planning attorney, you might find a little slower response time. Uh, and, uh, and if you wait until mid-December to finally decide what you want to do, um, that's going to be a real crunch to get things done at the very end of the year. So if you really do need some, uh, some hand-holding, some anxiety reduction, um, talk to us or your estate planning attorney pretty soon, but don't be too surprised if they say, yeah, there's not really that much to be done for you. We'd love to talk to you after the first of the year. Well, Robert, I think that sums it up. All right. I was going to give you the last word. There I stole it. My name is Robert Fleming. I've been chatting with Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman, one of the partners, one of the other partners along with me here at Fleming and Curdy PLC, a Tucson, Arizona elder law firm. You're listening to Elder Law Issues, and we hope that you will join us again for our next episode. Thanks. Bye.